We all have questions. We all need answers. It is on this program that we get our answers from the Bible. It's time to Ask the Preacher with Rev. Carl Gallops of Hickory Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida. Welcome to another edition of Ask the Preacher. I'm your host, Mike Bates. With me in the studio, as he is every week, is the pastor of Hickory Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida, Reverend Carl Gallops. Welcome, Carl. Thank you, Mike. It's good to be here. I appreciate you coming in each week to do these programs. I saw on TV that James Cameron, the producer of Titanic and some other popular Hollywood movies, has discovered the tomb of Jesus... And the tomb wasn't empty. There were bones in it. And DNA has proven that those bones are the bones of Jesus of Nazareth. And better than that, Mike, that tomb contained the members of his family, his children, his wife, brothers, mother, father. How convenient to just find them all right there in a tomb with all their bones. And how convenient that DNA can magically prove that it's uh, that it's the family. Well, that's interesting, because (laughs) if they've got all this DNA proof that the bones were there, then obviously Jesus did not rise from the dead, in which case... We've been yeah. wasting our time believing well, this for the last 2,000 years, huh? Well, you know, uh, please forgive the pun, but I have uncovered the truth. I well, have. that's the purpose of today's show. I, yeah. that, and the, the question that I have for you today is, have the bones of Jesus been found? Yeah. If you could address that, because yeah. obviously... The, yeah, well... Well, yeah, yeah, Mike. I mean, because you were, I cut you off. You were going to say, obviously, if they have, that's a, that's a huge deal in the Christian world. Right. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, from a, from a purely human standpoint, let's just pretend like I'm not a Christian for a moment. Uh, if the bones of Jesus were found and if it could be proven, I, I would, uh, th- that would certainly make a huge difference to me. Hey, even as a Christian, I mean, I, I would want to know that, of course. But, of course, as a Bible-believing Christian and having studied the scientific, historical, and archaeological facts of the scriptures and history from that time period, the fact of the resurrection is one of the most documented facts in all of ancient history. So to me, it's not even a question. Now that I am a born-again Christian, of course, uh, uh, the, the, the Word of God is the truth. Uh, the resurrection of Jesus is the cornerstone of Christianity. It is what makes um, all of the claims of Jesus valid because uh, there have been many religious leaders that have come through uh, uh, the area of Israel over the thousands of years, many who have claimed to be some kind of Messiah or great religious leader. Uh, What separated Jesus was several things. First of all, his lineage was from you know, uh, the line of David, which matched all the prophecies concerning the Messiah. Uh, second of all, the uh, the miracles that he worked have never been done by anyone before, nor had they been done before, nor have they been done since. And 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 those miracles are heavily documented in sources even outside of the scriptures. So no one really disputes the miracles happening. They just don't understand how in the world this guy could have pulled these things off. Uh, and then the fact that he claimed he would go to a cross uh, uh, voluntarily, lay his life down to pay for the sins of, of, of his followers, the believers. And, and then that he would rise from the grave three days later. And there's the point. 
you know, had he stopped at going to the cross and said, I'm going to go pay for my pay for your sins, you know, that could still be heavily disputed some 2000 years later. Well, a lot of religious people were crucified. A lot of religious leaders made claims about how they would somehow uh, intercede between their believers and God. But Jesus took it a step further. He says, but I'm going to prove to you that I'm God in the flesh. I'm going to prove to you that I'm the Lord with you, that I am the Lord of life. I will give life back to myself after you see my dead body taken down off that cross and stuck in a tomb. Three days later, I'll come out of the grave alive. Now, that three days is important, Mike. Why three days? Well, because the Jews understood, especially in that day and time with their embalming process and the and the Mediterranean climate, that after three days, the body literally began to decay in a noticeable way. In fact, we have evidence of that in the scriptures. When Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus, he had been in the tomb four days before Jesus showed up. And Mary and Martha, his sisters, told Jesus, don't open the stone. Don't open the tomb because he stinks. It says that in the scriptures because they understood that it was four days into the decay process. Well, the, the, but, but, the, but the rule was, the law was uh, that, that after three days, a body was definitely unclean. It was decaying. It was rotting. So Jesus purposely waited three full days so that when he rose on on that third day that he could prove that out of decay uh, came absolute brand new life. So this resurrection of Jesus Christ is absolutely central to the entire biblical message. Had Jesus not risen from the dead, if, 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 if his bones were in a tomb somewhere, uh, then the whole Christian message uh, is, is absolutely worthless. In fact, Paul says this in 1 Corinthians, Mike, when he addresses the Corinthian crowd, and he says, look, he said there were 500 witnesses to the resurrection of Jesus at one time in one place alone. He said, many of whom are still alive. And what he was telling the Corinthian church is, go talk to them. They can tell you they saw it. See, these documents were written within the lifetime of the, of the first century, uh, the first generation believers. And then Paul goes on in that same scripture to say, and you know, he says, if Christ uh, has not been resurrected, he said, then our faith is in vain. He said, we're still lost in our sins. And so, see, it is central to the Christian message, Mike. So you're right. Very, very important. James Cameron's claims are that uh, uh, if, if you believe the, uh, the, the arrogant, bold uh, claims of the title of his movie, The Lost Tomb of Jesus. That's the title of the movie, The Lost Tomb of Jesus. The Lost Tomb of Jesus presupposes that they have found the tomb, and it is the tomb of Jesus. Mm-hmm. When, as a matter of fact, Mike, that's not really what it is at all. I've done a lot of research on the timeline of this whole event. Well, one of the things that I'd really like for you to do today is discuss the historic, secular, non-faith-based arguments against it. Because as Christians, you and I say, well, it can't be because Jesus rose Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dead. But for those who don't have faith or don't have strong faith, are you able to, without using the Bible, yes. poke holes in this theory that this oh, is Jesus' ab- tomb? Absolutely. And, and thank you for putting it that way, because that's the way I want to attack this. Um, uh, Mike, I did hours and hours and hours of research, and as we're speaking, I'm still doing hours of research to make sure that my facts are as as absolutely correct as I can make them. Anybody who's listening to this program can do the same research, get on the internet, and go to a a search engine, Google is what I used, and type in the words, Bones of Jesus, and you will find article after article after article uh, that go all the way back to the 1980s. Type in the words, Bones of James, as well, because these two are related. Let me give you the historical timeline of this. It is it is uh, wrought with fraud, with deceit, 
uh, with uh, with dispute, uh, with with uh, uh, experts disagreeing over this thing, and and then yet James Cameron comes and makes a film and just basically just dismisses uh, tons of evidence and and declares we found the tomb of Jesus and the bones of Jesus and his family. Absolutely ridiculous. Here's the timeline. Way back, Mike, in 1980. 27 something years ago 1980 a, a an ossuary was discovered and as you know and our listeners know an ossuary is a uh, a crypt that contains boxes of bones and the ancient practice in those days in the times of Jesus actually was to bury a body embalm it put it in a, a crypt for at least a year after that year you go collect the remains usually just bones and decayed material you put it in a box for it to further decay down in the box was just a little bone box, an ossuary, and then those boxes could then be put in a family crypt. It took up a lot less room, uh, etc. And so this ossuary was discovered in a suburb of Jerusalem. That's interesting, because if it was the tomb of Jesus, he certainly, he and his whole family would not have been buried in Jerusalem, because the custom of that day was that you would be buried in your hometown. Well, the hometown of Jesus and his family was Nazareth, and or his connection uh, to his genealogy was Bethlehem. We know that from scriptures and from history. Uh, so so the, the fact, uh, the, the claim that Jesus and his entire family was buried in, a, in, in, in Jerusalem in a crypt uh, already uh, smells a rat. But anyway, in 1980, 27 years ago, this ossuary was discovered with 10 limestone boxes inside. Now, according to all the r research I've done, it was discovered by a construction crew. Okay, and, and, and so they went in it, apparently. Somebody went in it because it was days later, according to the articles I read from that time period, before it was turned over to the Israeli Antiquities Authority. Now, the Israeli Antiquities Authority, Mike, is a very, very powerful, influential law enforcement agency in Israel. Why so powerful and influential? Because 90% of their economy has to do with tourism and antiquities and, 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 and the fact that they kind of hold the key to the three world major religions, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. And they're very sensitive to the, to the authenticity of, of an, an, uh, articles of antiquity. And they don't have any dog that in, a, in a religious fight um, they don't, they're not trying to disprove Christianity. Why would they do that? It would kill their tourism trade. Uh, but they're not trying to prove it either because that would kill their Judaism and Islam trade. So, so what are they doing? Well, they're just trying to make sure that articles that are brought forth and said this is something out of antiquity, they verify whether it is or it is not to keep fraud and blackmail and embezzlement and all of these things down and to keep their integrity as a world uh, tourism spot. So it's a very powerful, uh, very prestigious, influential law enforcement agency. And so the Israeli Antiquities Authorities got involved in this dig some days after it was discovered. Okay, Now, for practically 27 years, you've not heard anything about this. Well, if it was the tomb of Jesus and all these boxes in there said, uh, and James Cameron's claiming that six of the ten limestone boxes have the names Jesus, Mary, Joseph, uh, Judah, Mary Magdalene. That, those are the uh, astounding claims he's making. 
Well, doesn't it make sense to you just write off, Mike, if it really said that, and it was clear, clear that it said that, that this would have come up long before 27 years later. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, my goodness, these things have been in the hands of the Israeli Antiquities Authorities and, and others. Um, uh, but, the, but the truth is, is that they have been highly scrutinized for all of these years by language experts. Most of the writings on these limestone boxes are done in ancient Aramaic. Well, the Hebrew language was dead for you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years until Israel became a nation again. And so uh, trying to decipher ancient Aramaic inscribed on a limestone box that's 2,000 years old can be very tricky and not an exacting science. Not only that, but there are some ancient Greek inscriptions as well, and there are disputes about what those inscriptions mean. So for James Cameron to make the leap that these are definitely uh, Jesus married uh, Joseph, uh, Mary Magdalene are absolutely uh, ridiculous. But anyway, here's where the story gets interesting. So this, this, this dig is found in the 1980s. Well, in 1996, 16 years later, the British Broadcasting Corporation uh, broke a story on it and claimed it was this great big archaeological discovery. Now remember that was 16 years later. But there was so much controversy around it back then, and not by the religious community. I'm talking about by the scientific and archaeological community that basically the story, no pun intended, bit the dust after a few days. It just never resurfaced. Uh, it lost interest because there was so much disputing it by uh, archaeological and language experts. So you didn't hear anything about this again until 2002. Now this is what's interesting. In 2002, Mike, an article hit the world scene about the James box, an ossuary that supposedly contained the bones of a man named James. And on the side of it, it supposedly said, James, son of Joseph, brother of Jesus. And you'll remember that, Mike. You and I were talking about that earlier. It was all over worldwide news. It shows up in a little shop in downtown Jerusalem, an antiquities shop, by a man by the name of Golan, G-O-L-A-N, who's, uh, who has one of the most renowned antiquity shops in Jerusalem. Well, shows up in his shop, and so uh, he winds up taking it over Toronto, to Toronto for a big world display. It hits the world news. Well, the Israel Antiquities Authority say, wait a minute, bring that box back. Well, they employed two committees of language experts from different universities to make sure that everything was integrity filled. That's their job, Mike. They don't have a dog in the religious fight. They, their, their fight is to make sure that the integrity of their antiquities are, 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 are correct. And, and so they, they, they determined with those two committees that the words brother of Jesus were added and that it was fraudulent. Now, they didn't charge this guy with fraud because he claimed that he bought it from an Arab who came into his uh, uh, shop. And But they said, well, it is fraudulent. You do not have a legitimate piece of, 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 of antiquities from, from Israel. Now, he's, they said the limestone box is, is, is real, and, and uh, the, the, re, the remains are real, and, and the dust on it, which is called patina, that's the scientific term, that, term, that, that ancient dust, 2,000-year-old dust, and residue, the patina, uh, you know, they said that that is, is genuine, but the inscription is fake. So, so that kind of uh, went by the wayside. But get this, the story gets more interesting. Two months later, the Israeli National Museum gets a note that a, an antiquities dealer has a piece of King Solomon's original temple that it will sell the Israeli National Museum for $4 million dollars. 
And so the Israeli Antiquities Authorities get involved again. They track this note down to the same shop, the same man who two months before was going around the world saying he had the box of James's uh, bones that was the brother of Jesus. Now they track it down to this shop. They find out that the piece that he has is also fraudulent. They get a search warrant. They raid his shop and, def- and find what they call, quote, a fraud factory all kinds of materials and articles wherein he has been making fraudulent antiquities. He's been manufacturing them in the back of his shop. The Israeli Antiquities Authority said that this guy has made millions of dollars over the years doing this. And they arrested him and jailed him along with three others over the James box. Now, what does this have to do with the Jesus box? Well, in the past recent years, James Cameron digs up this old, no pun intended, this old story, 27 years old, decides he's going to make a sensational movie about it, so he goes over to research it. Come to find out, well, he takes, he is allowed to have two samples out of, the, out of this 1980 ossuary. One, he takes a patina sample, the, the dust sample, and he takes DNA samples out of the so-called Jesus box and out of the so-called Mary Magdalene box. Now, I call them so-called because it's disputed as to what those inscriptions actually say. Okay. Well, when they do the research, the patina of those two boxes matches perfectly the patina of the James box of 2002. Do you see the connection, Mike? In other words, now, so that box was apparently looted from the ossuary back in the 80s, somebody fraudulently inscribed on it. Uh, It was proven as a fraud. The owner of that went to jail for that and other things. Now we've traced that box back to the same ossuary that James Cameron's making a movie claiming he has scientific evidence that it's the bones of Jesus. No, that ossuary is fraught with fraud and deceit. And and we still don't know exactly what those inscriptions say, but he's jumped the gun, made the movie, and claimed that this is it. Now, it gets even more interesting. The DNA evidence, the so-called DNA evidence, here's what he did. He took DNA out of the so-called Jesus box, DNA out of the so-called Mary Magdalene box. They sent it to a world-renowned DNA laboratory, and the laboratory said that on the maternal side, the DNAs do not match up. Well, now, what does that mean? That means they're not related, at least through their mothers. Well, here's the leap of faith that Cameron took. He said, well, since they're not related, and since they always buried family members together in a tomb, and since they're not related by DNA, that means they must have been married, and that must be Mary Magdalene, and that must be Jesus, and they must be husband and wife because they're not related and they're in the same tomb. I mean, they make one leap of faith after another that is absolutely astounding. On top of that, they have admitted that they have not determined if it's the DNA from the paternal side. And if it is, I guess that blows the whole movie. Uh, Even if it's not, they still don't know that that's a box. Uh, They still don't know if that name really is Jesus. And they certainly don't know that it's Mary Magdalene because it does not say Mary Magdalene on it. They've made leaps of faith with those names. So the whole thing is fraught with fraud, deceit, speculations, conjectures, and inferences. But he's made a movie. He's entitled it The Lost Tomb of Jesus, and Discovery Channel is slated to show the movie. So that's kind of the rundown on it, and I find it fascinating and very typical that all of this would be uh, merged together right about the time of the Roman Catholic celebration of the season of Lent and the Evangelical Christian celebration of Resurrection Sunday coming up very soon. 
Well, and some research that I've done on my own shows that just because the names were there really doesn't prove much of anything. Any more than somebody finding a tomb today that says that Bob and Ashley had a son named John. Right. I mean, or Jesus, supposedly, from what I've seen, was the sixth most popular name of the day for boys. Right. And Mary was the most popular name of the day for girls. Miriam, yeah, Mary, Mary. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so what does that prove? I mean, if somebody finds a uh, hundred years from now a tomb that says Carl Gallup's on it, well, now which Carl Gallup's is that? I mean, I've done a search on Google and there are, all, there are double handfuls of Carl Gallup's around the United States. Mike Bates. You know, what, what does that prove? Number one, Jesus, Mary, uh, Judah, uh, uh, Joseph. I mean, goodness, these were the most popular names, as you just said, used. And there were millions of Jews that lived in that area through the thousands of years. Uh, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous to say because we found a few names together that also are in the Bible well, yeah, they're biblical names. They were, the, like you said, the sixth and first most popular names. Uh, they say, well, we found them together, so it must be the ones from the Bible. Well, it could be, but it doesn't have to be. And then the other thing is, Mike, I'm, I'm wondering, how do we know there's not the remains of children? I mean, what if the, what, you know, what if the Jesus, the so-called Jesus box turns out to be a child by the name of Jesus? Well, then it couldn't have been Jesus of Nazareth. And, and then, of course, you've just all the historical inaccuracies, as I said, the, the, the custom was for the family to have a crypt in the town where they're from, not in a town, uh, you know, 80 miles away. Uh, so anyway. Do you think that whatever bones he found are really 2000 years old? Well, I think think from my research now, Mike, from my research, they have pretty much uh, confirmed that this ossuary dates to that time period, yes. And the patina apparently dates to be 2,000 years old, according to the research I've read. So, And then the bones themselves, are these identifiable as human bones, or are they talking fragments and shards? You know what I think? Pieces? I think they're fragments and shards and ash and dust because they've also discovered a couple of boxes, and this was interesting, I thought, when they started doing DNA research... Weren't human remains. Now hmm. it's interesting because it didn't say what the remains were. Now again, it could be fraudulent. Could be somebody just put a bunch of ashes in there. Uh, it could have been animal remains. Who knows? The articles I read did not say, but it did say definitively that they were not human remains. So I, you know, it's interesting. It's fascinating. Was a two thousand year old burial crypt unearthed? Yes. Is that fascinating to me? Absolutely. The fact that it contains an ancient inscriptions from the time of Jesus and the the, the remains of people who lived in Jesus's day, thoroughly fascinating to me to make the leap of faith that it is the bones of Jesus. It is the tomb of Jesus. And Mary Magdalene was his wife. And these are his children is absolutely ludicrous. But the shame of it is, Mike, is this movie is going to be shown and people are going to believe it simply because it's a movie. Carl, we've got to take our break. When we return, we will summarize this when Ask the Preacher continues. Welcome back to Ask the Preacher. I'm your host, Mike Bates, with me in the studio, Reverend Carl Gallops. Carl, we're real pressed for time, but can you summarize the arguments against the James Cameron claim 
that the tomb and bones of Jesus yes. have been found. Yes, first of all, this is not a new discovery. It goes back 27 years. It is wrought with fraud, with deceit, with, uh, with, with disagreement by experts over interpretation of the inscriptions. Uh, four people already have been jailed over not the Jesus box, but the James box, which uh, has been proven to come from the same ossuary. Uh, yeah, so for James Cameron to make a leap of faith to, and to title his movie The Lost Tomb of Jesus and to claim he has scientific DNA evidence. His DNA evidence doesn't prove anything concerning the bones of Jesus. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, uh, and then I would just summarize by saying that again the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the central message of Christianity. If it could be destroyed, and Mike it cannot be, but if it could be then the Christian faith could be absolutely dismantled and destroyed. And there are powers that be and have been for 2,000 years who have been attempting to destroy it for 2,000 years. This is one more feeble, weak, attempt, ridiculous, uh, embarrassing attempt, once it's exposed like I'm doing and others will do besides me, uh, to, to destroy the Christian faith. But it cannot be because the fact remains, in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago in front of the Roman and Jewish authorities, a body went missing. And there is not one piece of historical, archaeological, or literary evidence from that day that disputes the fact that the body was missing. In fact, all the, all the evidence we have says, where did it go and how did it go? We know it's gone. And for 2,000 years, that body has been gone. And, and uh, so that is the central point of, the, uh, of Christianity, that Jesus Christ resurrected from that tomb, proving that he is the Lord of life. All right. And so we're, we've been told... Don't believe everything you read. Yeah. Well, here's another classic <laughs> Woo, example here's of one. that. Well, and the scary <laughs> thing is, Mike, it took me four to five hours of research before I could finally make heads and tails of it. And so many people won't have the time or won't know how to do that or won't want to do that. And so, so many people are going to watch this movie, listen to James Cameron's lies and speculations, and assume that it's true. And that's what breaks my heart more than anything. Well, and hopefully this 30-minute refutation of that claim will be helpful to them. I pray so. All right. Uh, speaking of prayer, we're completely out of time, and it is time to close in prayer. Very quickly, I do want to mention the website, though, www.hickoryhammockbaptist.org. Carl, would you please close us I'll now be in glad prayer? To, be glad to. And so, Jesus, I pray that we've done a good job here of exalting your name, exalting the truth, and exposing myths and fabrications. Lord, use this for your glory, and I pray that somebody listening today would surrender their life to the resurrected Jesus Christ. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen.